0: Hello, welcome. It's been a little bit. When I decided to start this podcast, I laughed a little bit at the way that it came about and then the, the ease and the flow of it. That is truly something that has been such a theme in my life. Um, and. I'm sure at some point we'll we'll chat about that as well. But I really wanted it to be something that was always going to come from a place that was natural. It was natural, it was genuine, it was unforced. And so while I started off I was excited to hold myself gently to the standard of having it be a weekly podcast. I found myself joining you every Sunday morning, and it was lovely, and it was natural, and it flowed. And then I found myself having one weekend where I just, I didn't feel it it wasn't coming to me. So the point of this quick little introduction is to say that this is my promise to you here. This podcast, these episodes will never come from a truly scripted or strategized place. There is no agenda to them other than I have had something come up for me or come up for clients or come up for, you know, friends or a combination of all those things. And I have had that, that pull, that intuitive hit that says, this is something to share. This is something that if even one other person listens to and can benefit from, that's it. It's worth sharing. So, I actually mentioned this in the last episode, touched on it very briefly, Um, but this idea of almost, um, almost gamifying this concept that is something I've been thinking about in varying degrees for such a long while now and have had a lot of conversations around and actually found myself kind of drawn back to it today. And so after that instance, that is what I what kind of triggered me to say, you know, no, we're not on schedule. It's not the day that I normally do the do the episode, but this is coming through clear right now. Let's go and share it. So, here we are. I found myself coming across an article that was actually from 2006, which seems kind of crazy um because here we are 15 years later, but the premise of the article is from Glamour magazine, it's on glamour.com, and it was about why men actually want women with real bodies. In that article, in a beautiful article, I literally ended up flagging it because I told myself this is one, this is one to come back to, and this is not going to be a conversation about physical appearance or women's bodies or plastic surgery. But there were a few things in the article that really struck me. And it reminded me of this topic that I myself had been thinking about. So now keep in mind, this was back in, this was in 2006. So I can only imagine what the statistic is today. But it said that the number of cosmetic surgeries had jumped 50% between 2000 and 2006. So again, I can only imagine what that number is. And of course, this is not only women, men are in there too, but I couldn't help but wonder, especially after, you know, reading through some of the other parts and pieces of the article, how many of those millions, 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 millions of surgeries were taking place because of a societally impacted decision. Now, let me preface and let me be clear by saying I fully, fully support any woman's choice to go and do whatever she likes with her appearance i know women in my life that have gone and chosen to have plastic surgery and more power to them if that is truly your choice and you are doing it from a place because you this is truly something you want and you desire and it is not because of somebody else's opinion or perspective or something that society has impressed upon you as needing to change or wanting to change by all means Go for it. Go for it. This is not about judging that choice. The thing that I find so interesting, and because this doesn't just end at physical appearance, we see it a ton, a ton with physical appearance, especially as a female. I cannot speak to the male experience. I know that that happens for them as well, but... Here's the thing, here's the game, and this is why I've been thinking about it in relation to work, because societal pressure, societal expectation is one of the biggest reasons why when somebody chooses to take a non-traditional personal path or professional path, the inner work has to be done, has to be done. It has to be the foundation that you build from because inevitably you are going to come across instances not only from family and friends, because believe me, that can and most likely will happen, but from society itself. If you are choosing to pursue an entrepreneurial path. Even now, when the entrepreneur, entrepreneurialism has gained so much more general notoriety and acceptance than truly it ever has, it is still largely non-traditional. And there are still a ton of people out there in society at large that don't fully understand it. Therefore, there will be questions. There will be judgments. And so when you are choosing to go against the grain of the societal norm, you absolutely, positively have to have yourself centered and grounded in your inner work. You have to build your own foundation because otherwise... When any one of those questions or misunderstandings or doubts rises from someone outside of you, you are going to get thrown off course. When the questions, the doubts, the fears rise up inside of you, because that will happen too, you are going to get thrown off course. You have to be... Your foundation. You have to do the inner work that gets you to the place of confidently choosing this path, choosing yourself, and trusting yourself. If a non-traditional path is absolutely, positively what is in your soul, it is the thing that calls to you. Be brave. Be vulnerable. Being vulnerable is brave and courageously choose to trust yourself recognize that you are going down a path less traveled or maybe in some ways never traveled and know that you are going to have to be your own compass okay so the game let's play a game right it's like So much of what gets tied into the narrative around traditional work and non-traditional work are the concepts of structure, of security, of financial security, of material possessions. I am someone who for years truly struggled with my money story in varying degrees at different points in my life when i was younger like like you know young young like we're talking you know 13 or something i started to exhibit quite a bit of behavior that really showed said um how much i really liked nice things Nice things, expensive things, and maybe a tiny bit prematurely, but parents are parents and they are going to worry. Um, my parents had this had this worry, this fear that like I was going to confuse money with happiness, that I was going to pursue money over happiness. And for a little while there, I did have quite a bit of confusion. Now, at this place in my life, having been several years down a non-traditional life and a solid you know, five or so on a non-traditional career path, I can absolutely positively say I have never been happier. I have also come to learn that, yeah, money isn't everything. I do not need money to be happy. However, there is absolutely nothing wrong with saying I love money. And I do. And money allows me to do amazing things. And having more money is not just about making my own life better. I believe that I can then go and make other lives better as well but here's the game and here's the part that a lot of people get caught up in and this is one of the pathways one of the areas that when people are just starting out on an entrepreneurial path or even when they've been on it for a while they will come up against these societal norms and these societal expectations and it's that it's that checklist it's that checklist mentality of do well, go to a good school, go to a societally accepted school, do well, graduate from there, get the job, do well in the corporate job, climb the corporate ladder, make the money, get the salary, get the raise, buy the house, have the car, have the things. And it gets pounded into people from such an early age. And then there's the, there's, there's the comparing. And when you look at that stuff and, and when you talk to people, there's so many people that you talk to or that, have, that will share stories from all walks of life now. People who have amassed massive amounts of money and they will come out and say... I wasn't happy. Some people will come out and say, I was deeply unhappy. Because those things don't really matter. When you think about something that you are currently wanting to have, or you are wanting to change or you're wanting to get rid of, if all of a sudden society at large said that the thing you are wanting to have was actually not desirable, it wasn't cool, it wasn't sexy, it wasn't successful, would you still want it? if there is something about yourself or your current situation maybe it's a physical appearance aspect maybe it's the car you drive the house you live in if all of a sudden society at large said that the very thing you were wanting to change or get rid of was actually the it thing it was the top. It was desired. It was the cool thing to have. Would you still want to change it? And this is one of those where at first we can so reflexively argue for it. We want to defend it. We want to justify it because we don't want to think that the only reason we've had this desire is because We've, you know, we've allowed these societal beliefs, societal expectations to have that much of an impact on us. But they do. So this is something that you can do with yourself. And you can check in with yourself. And this also goes for even something as looking at other people's dreams. We are humans are naturally comparative we are going to compare we are going to compare and contrast but take a moment to pause to check in your life is your own are you steering the ship are you writing the story somebody else's dream might be To have the penthouse, to make a ridiculous amount of money, to have XYZ laundry list of material possessions. If that is truly their desire, by all means, go for it. It does not have to be yours. You do not have to want or aspire to the same things that your family does or has or that your friends do. My dream may not be your dream and that is perfectly okay. We are individuals. Get comfortable. If you are taking a non-traditional path, you have to get comfortable with creating your own definitions redefine failure everybody should redefine failure failure as part of success redefine success you do not have to define success in the same terms as those around you and again this is where the inner work and the work of really getting to know yourself is so important because if you do not truly know yourself, how can you possibly truly know what it is that you actually want? How do you wanna live your life? What really matters to you? Time is a constant. No matter what we do, time moves forward. Time is something that is not guaranteed, and yet we so often and so easily take it for granted and forget that in so many ways, time is our greatest asset. So ask yourself, are you living a life that you truly want to be living? Are you living the kind of life that actually makes you happy? That makes you fulfilled? Live life according to you, not your friends, not your family, not society. What is it that you deem important so short and sweet that's how we like to keep these i just want to close this on saying for my own personal reflection i know this is something that i have struggled with it will not just be this neat one and done i've done the work it'll never ever again resurface i'm sure that it will But if you are listening right now, I want you to take this time, to take this moment, not only as a reminder, as an invitation to check in with yourself, with the story you are writing, with the life you are living, but to please, please remember that there are countless different types of beauty, There are countless different ways of living, of being happy, of defining success. My hope for you is that you choose to discover that and define it for yourself rather than letting others or society at large decide and define it for you. I am your host, Genevieve, mentor, mirror, and muse. I look forward to chatting with you, spending some more time together in the future. I have a very exciting 12-week intimate coaching container experience opening up very soon. If you listen here, you are more than welcome to follow along, reach out, get information, connect with me on Instagram at Genuinely.com social. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being here. Until next time.